A few years back, I was running out of money, so I volunteered for a research study at the University of Pennsylvania. The directions brought me to the Campus Medical Center in West Philly and a large auditorium filled with women, all between 18 and 35 years old. There weren't enough chairs, and I was among the last to arrive, so I had to sit, shivering, on the floor. They had free coffee and chocolate donuts, and a big TV playing The Price is Right, but most everyone was looking at their phones. The vibe was a lot like the DMV, except we were all getting paid by the hour, so people seemed happy to wait all day. A doctor in a white lab coat got up and introduced herself. She said her name was Susan, or Stacy, or Samantha, and she was a fellow in the clinical research program. She read all the usual disclaimers and warnings and reminded us that compensation would be issued in the form of Amazon gift cards, not checks or cash. A couple people grumbled, but I didn't care. I had a boyfriend who bought gift cards off me for 80 cents on the dollar, so I was all set. Every few minutes, Susan, I think it was Susan, called a name from her clipboard and one of us would leave the room. No one ever came back. Pretty soon, there were plenty of open seats, but I stayed on the floor because I didn't think I could move without throwing up. My body ached and I had the chills. But eventually, word got around that they weren't pre-screening people, which is to say, no one was going to test my urine or take my pulse or do anything that might disqualify me. So I popped a 40 in my mouth and sucked until the waxy yellow coating came off. Then I spat it back in my palm, crushed it between my thumbs, and snuffed like maybe a third of it, just enough to get me back on. The rest went into a tiny piece of foil for later. And after that, I stopped shaking, and waiting on the floor wasn't so bad. Some two hours later, the doctor finally called, Quinn, Mallory Quinn. And I walked down the aisle to meet her, dragging my heavy winter parka on the floor behind me. If she noticed I was high, she didn't say anything. She just asked for my age, 19, and my date of birth, March 3rd. And then she compared my answers to the information on her clipboard. And I guess she decided I was sober enough because she led me through a maze of hallways until we arrived at a small windowless room. There were five young men seated in a row of folding chairs. They were all staring at the floor, so I couldn't see their faces. But I decided they were med students or residents. They all wore hospital scrubs, still creased and bright navy blue, like they were fresh off the rack. All right, Mallory, we'd like you to stand at the front of the room facing the guys. Right here on the X, that's perfect. Now, let me tell you what's going to happen before we put on your blindfold. And I realized she was holding a black eye mask, the sort of soft cotton visor that my mother used to wear at bedtime. She explained that all the men were currently looking at the floor, but sometime in the next few minutes, they were going to look at my body. My job was to raise my hand if I felt the male gaze on my person. She told me to keep my hand suspended for as long as the feeling lasted and lower it whenever the feeling went away. We'll do it for five minutes, but after we finished, we might want you to repeat the experiment. Do you have any questions before we start? I started laughing. Yeah, have you guys read Fifty Shades of Grey? Because I'm pretty sure this is chapter 12. This was my attempt at a little light humor. 
and Susan smiled to be polite, but none of the guys were paying attention. They were futzing with their clipboards and synchronizing their stopwatches. The mood in the classroom was all business. Susan fitted the mask over my eyes, then adjusted the strap so it wasn't too tight. All right, Mallory, does that feel okay? Sure. And you're ready to begin? Yes. Then we'll start on my count of three. Gentlemen, get your watches ready. That's one, two, three. It's very weird, standing still for five minutes, blindfolded, in a perfectly silent room, knowing that guys might be looking at your boobs or your butt or whatever. There were no sounds or clues to help me guess what was happening, but I definitely felt them watching. I raised and lowered my hand several times, and the five minutes seemed to last an hour. After we finished, Susan asked me to repeat the experiment, and we did it all over again. 